everyone, and welcome to the Dead Letter Movie Podcast, episode 22, recorded July 11th, 2017. I'm Tim. I'm Andrew. And we're talking about the new Marvel slash Sony movie, Spider-Man Homecoming, starring Tom Holland, Michael Keaton, Marissa Tomei, Zendaya, and uh, yeah, a few others here and there. Uh, Donald Glover in a, in a brief appearance. In so, a, an extended cameo, I guess, is what we would call yeah, it, maybe. Yeah, shows up in two scenes. <laughs> so, good news first. They don't beat us over the head again with Spider-Man's origin story. They just sort of take it as a given. They, you know, a couple of lines here and there about, you know, some of the... Not not, not really details. Really, we just kind of launch into the story. This is, this is the Spider-Man that we saw last year in Captain America Civil War, whom uh, Tony Stark has taken under his wing, so to speak. Under his iron-clad wing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so this this is a, a new direction for, for Spider-Man in movies in that he's actually a teenager. He's a young mm-hmm. teenager. He's, he's about 14, still in high school. Played by a 21-year-old, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Early 20-somethings making... have been teenagers in movies since forever. I'm just forever. making fun. <laughs> yeah. Making fun. Uh, there are people my age who play teenagers in movies, so I... Whatever. I had a great time. I, I really enjoyed this movie. I think it did a lot of things really, really well. Uh, Michael Keaton, as, as a villain was actually really interesting. It's it's great to see him do something different and, and remind us that he's got acting chops, he can he can stretch. And what's the line from from the Dark Knight trilogy about it? Um, uh, if 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 you if you live long enough you'll see yourself become the villain. Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. I totally thought that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah and there's the, the, the Batman link there too, which which is yep. funny. But, and the no. Birdman link, um, and 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 Birdman, which yeah, is he sort plays of a giant also a... Birdman <laughs> again, yeah, again. yeah. But no, he he actually managed to make the the character of uh, Adrian Toomes, aka the Vulture, a, a, a compelling and somewhat sympathetic character. He's he's not just a an angry you know wants to kill everybody villain or a mustache twirling wants to screw everybody over villain. He's He's got layers and complications, and he's he's really interesting. And they they avoid some of the problems that they've had in in other Marvel movies. And I I think a lot of that is is down to Keaton's performance as well as as you know actually writing and written. yeah yeah much much better writing. They they thought about him this time, and it's it's totally credible within the the scope of the continuity they've established. It it makes sense. It it doesn't really strain your suspension of disbelief nope it's he's his motives are understandable to the audience which is something that is difficult to see in a villain nowadays i mean i feel like because history kind of allows us to filter things all the great cinematic villains that we can think of we we understand like that are great cinematic villains that have stood the test of time all have these motives that we can kind of like understand and you get that here. I mean, time will tell whether or not he's going to be a big deal villain in the future, but that's definitely here in this film. Yeah, for sure. So, one of the one of the other great things about having a a young teenage Spider-Man is that he's super awkward. So awkward. So awkward, um, but not too awkward. 
I, I never felt like that went too far, went over the top. It's it's there in just the right amount, and it's charming and funny and and so believable. I, I'm saying that a lot because I, I bought what they were selling in this yeah, movie. It's, it's, it's like they... It's sort of like they watched the other Spider-Man movies, but like watched a Spider-Man movie and then watched a John Hughes movie in preparation <laughs> of watching the in, in preparation yeah. of writing this. That's a good description. And yeah, and I think that's that that might have been what was missing from Spider-Man all these years, just a dash of John Hughes, and that's definitely what's here. I mean, there's it is not hard to think of Anthony Michael Hall. Period. Um, his like whichever movie you want to pick, like any of his characters from his John Hughes oeuvre in in this version of Spider-Man, um, and that's and I think that makes this way more exceptional than the previous versions. Um, not that I don't like the ones with Tobey Maguire, or at least I liked one and two, but I don't know with with Tom Holland here things. Him getting to be a kid really adds something relatable and something just generally likable about it. It really does. And I I also liked the sort of father-son dynamic that Peter Parker and Tony Stark have in this movie. It's it's not exactly that, but there there are definite parallels. Uh we Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, we, we, we don't do the whole origin story. We don't really talk about Uncle Ben in this movie. But, Which I kind of wish there was something, but it's not needed. I, yeah. I want it. That doesn't mean the movie would be better if it was there. I just would think it would be kind of cool to have seen, but it also would have made the movie longer, and it's not worth it. No, it. <laughs> it's like I, I, I want some of that too, but I don't think it's really necessary to do it again. It's like we've 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 done that bit more than once already in 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 movies, but I do think it's great that you know, in in the absence of Uncle Ben. We do have this this other character in in the the person of of Tony Stark, played once again by uh, Robert Downey Jr., who is that that figure for for Peter Parker, who's there to say, hey, you know, you need to be better about this. You yeah, you've better than me. Yeah, right. And that really hit home. That was that was a great note for both of those characters. It actually shows some. Because like I've had a problem with Tony Stark in the last few movies because Tony has been at his narcissistic best in a lot of ways and hasn't quite I mean has starts to show growing, but he actually here we actually see I have learned lessons here. And that's nice to see in his in the Tony Stark character development of these, you know, how many movies there are right now. <laughs> uh, a, a lot. And he's but, he's in plenty of them. No, mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. It's it's great to see that, that bit of an arc form. He is still indelibly, unmistakably Tony Stark. But oh, yeah, there, without there, a doubt. There, there, there is growth there, for sure. And you, you, you get to see, it's like he's... Not only has he learned from his mistakes that, that he can make mistakes, but he's actually sorry about them, and he wants to make things better. Which makes his addition to the film that much more important. Because it's not just like, oh, an Iron Man is in this as well. No, Iron Man actually like has stuff in this, and I think yeah. that's cool. Yeah, he's he's definitely got some important things to say that are relevant and timely for the protagonist here. I totally agree. Uh, the other person, the I wouldn't quite say the MVP of the movie, but the the person I was really glad to see 
being awesome was uh, John Favreau as Happy Hogan. Um, <laughs> I had kind of missed him from from things as it turned. Out. I mean, he's a busy guy, um, like not Happy Hogan necessarily, but I mean, like John Favreau is a pretty busy guy <laughs> right yeah. now. Yeah. So it was it was pretty cool to see him again and him not being like comatose like he was in Iron Man three, but like <laughs> being funny and just being happy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, that was that was that was fun. It was it was good to see him again, and he. He brought everything that was that was needed to that character, so I uh, I I feel like we've we've kind of been gushing about this movie a little bit here, and I mm-hmm. I think that is we can talk about its problems, yeah, sure, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it does have them, yeah, yeah, I, like 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 I said, there's there's the awkwardness, and I I think that's that's in in such good measure, but I. Do kind of wish we had seen just just a little bit more of, you know, Peter Parker being hit when he's down because that's important to the character too, mm-hmm. and I I feel like this this was on the whole a very very upbeat movie which which is great, but I I wanted just that that little bit more to to give us just a, a hint that he's a teenager and is susceptible to, you know, being thrown into despair at a moment's notice. Yep. Indeed. Indeed. I mean, like, I don't need goth Spider-Man. We've, we've done, had that. Been, been there, done that. Um, but I agree. Like, there's a, there's a little bit more stuff that could have been there. I think the film could have, I don't know, there are some emotional beats that I do think that this is somewhat lacking, but that's sort of in comparison to, say, Spider-Man 2, and, and there are those who would find those emotional beats tiresome and, you know, yeah. over, <laughs> over, overwrought. Um, but I do kind of think that that ties into what you were saying, that I still think that there's some emotional things that are probably not, that probably would have served this film that would have made it a little bit better. Um, it's still pretty good. It's a very well-made little summer comic book movie that... I really don't have that much to complain about, all in all. I don't think it's, like, great cinematic literature, per se, but I do think it's a good time. Yeah, yeah. As I, I think it's a great example of that kind of movie. It's it's mm-hmm. not nearly as, you know, artsy or, or highbrow as, you know, lots of other things that are out in theaters right now, and some of which we've talked about in the past, some of which we're probably going to talk about in the future. Yep. Uh, all, all that said... There, there are some really, really great moments for the actors as actors where, where they're yeah. playing out dramatic scenes in this movie. Uh, one, mm, one of yes. my favorites is is a, a scene between uh, between Peter Parker and uh, Adrian Michael Toomes. Keaton. Yeah, yeah. Mike, yeah, between Tom Holland and, and Michael Keaton when they're in a car, kind kind of towards the end of the movie, and uh, the the way that plays out, it's it's got a lot of tension in it and and lots of subtlety and and nuance. And man, it was it was it was so thick. You could feel it in the theater. Everybody was kind of tensing up a bit. Yeah, I feel like that scene might be the tensest it's been in a Marvel movie, possibly always actually um, since since the since the beginning. Like I can't think of any other scene that like brought that kind of like like nail biting what's gonna happen kind of thing. No, and and you know, to to their credit, somewhat Marvel hasn't really in their films played too heavy on the superhero secret identity trope for the most part. No, a, a lot of the characters that they've managed to retain the rights to over the years 
are kind of known things. It's like everybody knows who Captain America is because that that was a big deal. Iron Man announced it to the world himself. Yep. So yeah, and, there's, there's, well, there's, there's seems, a lot of that. Everyone seems to know about Banner and Thor, too. So it's Well, yeah, Thor is just Thor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Clint is the only one that seems to be like seems to have something else. Yeah, uh, yeah. Clint and, and and Natasha, they're secret agents. Yeah, so, but it's not to it's not to the it's not to Clark Kent level, right? Um, yeah, and that I think is another nice little wrinkle that this has. That and that's I think that's just the joy of Spider Man is we get that in his in in the character of Spider Man that we don't generally get in the other Avengers. Yeah, so I I, I thought that was that was neat that. They, they did do some of that here, so we, we do get that, that scene between the villain and the hero where there's that, that discovery of each finding out who the other is. Mm-hmm. And I thought it worked really, really well. This, this was, a, again, a, a great example of that. And really, really different from how it's played in other movies of late, at least. I think if you haven't seen it, you should just go out and do it. I yeah. Guess. Yeah, <laughs> this uh, this this is the most fun you're you're likely to have at the movies for a little while. Yeah, I don't think it's. I, I imagine Dunkirk is going to be a better movie, but you're not going to have fun at that. Yeah, yeah, al- almost certainly. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. So what what would uh, what would your grade be? You think? Uh, yeah, I'll I'll give this an A minus. Mm-hmm. It's it's really good overall. I I think I've said that plenty so far. Yeah, yeah, we get the idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, there there are some little flaws. I mean, no movie's perfect. No. But on on the whole, I thought pretty much everything that they did here worked really well. And it's Ooh. it's 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 not perfect. It it doesn't really strike me as great. But mm-hmm. I, I I think they've established a lot for for. Peter specifically, and and some of his supporting characters as well. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think they have a very good foundation laid for other movies, and I also agree that I'm not 100 percent sure it's great. It is very good though. Um, so for me, it's a B plus, and I will admit that some of that is me comparing it to, uh, you know, Spider Man Two, which this is a close second when it comes to best Spider Man movies uh, that I that I've seen. But uh, it's, it's it's not quite as good as Spider Man Two for me, but it is pretty darn good. So that's Spider-Man. Welcome home, Spidey. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.